DJ and PK, it's time to welcome in Aaron Falk, the new sports editor at the Salt Lake Tribune. He joins us on the Smart Rain guest line. It's no secret that Utah's in an extreme drought. That's why Smart Rain is a solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation. Find out more at smartrain.net. Time to welcome in Aaron Falk. Aaron, good morning. Good morning. We'd love to have you on every time your life changes. We were talking to you in the bubble less than a year ago, and look at this. The bubble's gone. You've left the jazz. You're the new sports editor at the Trib. How did all of this happen? You know, life life comes at you fast, David. There it is. Um, uh, you know, this was something that was sort of in the works for, for a few months for me. Um, it you know, uh, Joe Baird is is the outgoing sports editor. Um, he was my boss for you know about five years um, before I moved to the Jazz, and uh, you know he's retiring and and just looking for um, sort of a, a, you know this is a, this is an interesting time for the Tribune. It is a um, in, in a nonprofit status at this point. We're at once a week uh, a print product. And kind of a you know heavy online as most things are, um, and so just trying to figure out some of this um, media landscape, and it's it's um, it's intimidating and exciting all at once. And and uh, I think this is, this is day three on the job for me, and so just still trying to, to catch my breath and, and get my feet under me. But I'm, uh, I'm I'm just thrilled to be back at a place that I I love and and truly believe in. So a lot of people, we see newspapers and it doesn't that conjure up, well, man, that's a uh, secure job and uh, who knows what's going to happen. Many have folded and all that. What would you say to that as far as job security, being able to go into a business that uh, the better days are behind it? <laughs> well, um, you know, maybe, maybe this is uh, partially motivated by, you know, we, we just went through it. A strange time in a pandemic, and I think a lot of people are um, reevaluating their their decisions and, and trying to do things that bring them um, the most joy. Um, maybe it's just a dog returning to its vomit. Maybe it's um, you know, got to be a better but, phrase than that. <laughs> uh, but you know, no, it's it's something that, that I believe in. And honestly, here's here's the deal: when I when I left the trib um, in in 2018 to go to the jazz um one the the jazz was a great opportunity and i truly thankful for the things that i was able to do there and things i was able to learn there um but when i when i left the tribune uh it was it felt very dire um i'm not gonna lie you know there we'd been owned by a hedge fund for a very long time that had um liquidated physical assets changed um operating agreement contracts and and you know just looking for fast cash paul huntsman had come in um john and paul huntsman come in and and tried to buoy things but it was still um really uncertain and and you know what um this kind of this being one of the first papers to go to a non-profit um model uh, a lot of things to figure out there but it, it was a step in the right direction um and Frankly, as, as much as it pains um, some longtime readers to only have a once-a-week print product, the cost of print 
um, and and all those things uh, were were so great that this this is an opportunity to not only you know make this a, a financially viable enterprise, but to I think do some really cool journalism as well. Um, and and so you know what I I wouldn't be going back there if I thought that this was uh, a sinking ship. I, I think that that the Tribune is um, uniquely positioned among you know traditional newspapers. Um, give, given those things that I just mentioned, and I am, uh, you know, like I said, I don't think I'm going back to a singing ship. I think I'm going back to a thing that we can, we can um, not just float, but but can cruise on for a very long time. And I think that's, I know, I'm excited about it. I, and I hope, um, you know, in in time, uh, all of all of our readers in, in this community can be excited about it again. It is still possible to do interviews one-on-one with people who aren't in uh, kind of the mainstream, most popular sports at the most popular levels. But if you're in the mainstream sports at the most popular levels, it's a series of Zoom calls. How do you do anything unique at the Salt Lake Tribune that people will want to make the effort to go seek out and read? Yeah, you know, I think um, it, it requires it requires um, effort. Um, it, re- it requires some some thinking and planning. But you know, even even the the best and, and biggest publications that are getting these you know a one on one with with an NBA star aren't getting huge amounts of time. It, it, and it goes back to just the, the things that that you know that you guys do when when you're booking guests that that PK did when when he was. Um, working at, at the Tribune, um, you know, it, it's 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 about finding things around the edges and filling in stories that way. It's about finding unique angles. It's about finding, um, taking that kind of commodity news that everyone has, making sure that you have your own angle and and um, and and your own analysis. And, and it's about hardworking and smart reporters. And I, and I think we have that. And I think we're we're going to uh, you know figure some things out and and you know get get going again and. Um, I, I think that possibility absolutely exists. It's just a matter of it's a matter of being strategic, planning, and then busting ass to, to do it. So one of the things that I think makes an effective sports section is that you give essentially the readers what they want, right? And then you can probably say that in every section. And uh, there was a sports editor, a couple I think is two removed from you, a guy named Michael Anastasi. I'm not sure if you worked for him or not. Uh, but he comes up from uh, California, Los Angeles area, and he looks at it. You know, what what is big in our community? Well, the Jazz is obviously. I mean, they're the top dog, and they'll most likely always be the top dog. But he recognized that college football in our market is just gigantic. I mean, it is as big in our market as it is in any in the West, really. Uh, particularly when you consider our size. So the point I'm making is that he put tons of resources into college football. I mean, I remember one time, I think it was BYU played Notre Dame at South Bend, and I was the only guy who went, or the only person who went from the newspaper, and I had like eight stories to write that day. Anastasi comes in, he sends columnists, he sends sidebar guys, people, I shouldn't say guys, but people, and uh, really put a ton of financial resources into it. And I thought 
from that perspective was a huge, huge addition and made college football super big to the level that the community bought into it. So I thought it was a brilliant decision. My thought for you going forward is what is your basic philosophy on that and will the resources be available for you guys to put that into something that I think the community just eats up? Yeah, you know, obviously this, this is, like I said, it's a nonprofit. It is these are these are um, different times, and and the the staffing levels and and some of the things simply just aren't aren't the way that they were, um, you know, 15 years ago, and and certainly before that. Um, so there there are we we have to be creative in, in some ways, but absolutely, I mean that that remains a, a, a top priority. Um, we're committed to to traveling um for our for our writers we are committed to to finding those stories and and you know maybe it's not you know i'm just just thinking maybe it's not sending five people to, to south bend but we can certainly find um stories and and ways to to have that product to have people engage because this is i mean we you know it's not wanting to to only go out and write things that um the readers want sometimes that that you have to write things that, that maybe make people feel a little uncomfortable, what have you. But but this is we're we're looking for subscribers. I mean, so we, we want to have a product that means something to our readers, and and that's you know this we are I think once upon a time there you know the Solid Tribune, the Deseret News, what have you. They were they were you know the two big voices in the community, and and you know it was probably enough gravity that that when somebody spoke, people listened. Now it's competition in, a, in a, on a level that that um, you know didn't exist, especially when you're looking at across the the entire internet landscape. Yeah. And so, yeah, we have to stand out. We have to be able to provide things that that people want, and we have to work for it. And, and that's that's what we're committed to do. So there was a time when the Salt Lake Tribune was all in on high school sports coverage. And PK always makes the point that it's a passionate part of the sports landscape, but the people who move through that portion of the landscape are always changing. So it's a different group of people who are passionate. What kind of resources do you want to put on high school sports? Yeah, it's a conversation we're having, and and I I think we will um, uh, put some more resources on that, but it's something that we're still figuring out. I'm um, like I said, this is this morning will be day three for me, and and there's a lot to uh, to process and, and go over. But um, we we do want to we do want to uh, lean into that because you're you're right. It is a passionate group. Um, it's, it's just a matter of of striking the right tone and and um, and, and the right level with, with the staffing levels that we have right now. Um, but I I am uh, that that is that is high on my radar. Absolutely. I think all of us in the industry, and, and you know, I consider myself a print guy at heart, and I just cringe anytime I hear the possibility of layoffs. I mean, it just is the worst. I don't want to see that ever for anybody. I don't care who you are. I just losing your job because of a layoff. If it's a job performance, that's not good either, but at least it's somewhat more understandable. And if people get laid off, it's just brutal. And we've experienced that here. I mean, close, close friends in the business have lost work, and it's obviously very bothersome, as I'm sure it is to you, Aaron. What is the commitment from the organization above you to make sure staffing stays at the need that it needs to be? I mean, that's, you know, 
there are, I, you know, I, I'm not in, in a position, that, frankly, well above my pay grade to, to promise those types of things. But but he, I'll go back and say again. I mean, I'm I'm not coming back to this if I don't feel that we are in a a not only a a stable position, but a, but a position now to to turn that stability into into growth. And um, I I believe that you know the the the, this, this, the way the city and the state are growing, um, the way that we are reshaping the product, and and you know the the, the, the sort of leadership we have with with Lauren Gustus, the uh, you know our our editor, executive editor coming in and, and taking charge, um, we are we are in a very good position, and I feel very very safe right now, and I'm not I'm not just blowing smoke. I I feel very good about that, um, you know. I, when will we be able to grow staff? Uh, that I don't know, but that that's my goal. My goal would be I, I have much more of a uh, my my sights on being able to grow than than reduce at this point. No, that's good news. That's good to hear. I hope you can accomplish that. You know, Lauren was here uh, previously in her career and was a beat writer covering Utah basketball in the Ray Jacoletti era, so roughly 15 years ago, give or take a little bit. And I'm curious now if uh, you think college basketball is still a big deal in this town or not. You know, um, it's it's tough to say. You know, I I don't think that it's it's the deal that it once was. Um, and and you know maybe that comes back with with the the right right season or right right team, whether it's in BYU or or at the U. Um, but we're we're still committed to that, and, and our Utah writer Josh Newman, who's um, New York guy, who's been here for for you know, getting got here just before the pandemic hit. Um, he is a a college hoops head and and loves it, and and so I think even if I uh, even if I felt differently, he would he would be um, covering the running youths, you know, aggressively and and thoroughly. So um, I, you know, we we, we will be. Doing those things, I, to me, I, personally, I, I feel like it, it's it's fallen off, and I would love to see it come back again. I mean, passionate fan base is good for for them. It's good for us. It's good for you guys. Yep. <laughs> um, would would love would love to see that. Now, as I as I'm just speaking candidly, have not seeing that currently. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. It's just probably maybe more minutia than our listenership wants, but we've seen the evolution of journalism just be exactly that and it's changed dramatically and all games are on television now and so forth and so growing up in the business you know you were told there's only like one or two people that can offer opinions slash analysis the rest of them have to play it down the middle and all that stuff and just report on what happens what do you see as possibly changing away from that and getting maybe a beat writer to be evolved in more as analysis slash opinion on what he or she sees when she goes or he goes and covers events? Yeah, I, I, I was just talking to, to Gordon Monson on the phone about that yesterday, and um, you know, he—that's he, how he felt. He said he—he he, he was like. Aaron, I might be, uh, you know, phasing out my my own job here, but but I I he firmly believes that the B writers should be able to to do those things, and and you know what, they are they are starting to do those things, and and we're seeing that across, um, you know, all outlets, and, and that idea of of just sort of you know writing everything down the middle is is, is going away, and that's not to say that that everyone has to to be. 
um, the columnist that, that Gordon is and, and that everything is, is um, you know, an, an opinion. But I, I would want our writers to feel um, confident in, in doing that and, and to feel that they have the expertise to, you know, to analyze the thing that they're watching more than, frankly, just about anybody else. I mean, and we're seeing that a lot with, with Andy Larson, who is a guy um, who, you know, has a skill set that, that might not have gotten hired at the Tribune a uh, uh, number of years ago. Not a traditional journalism background, but, but certainly someone who is analytical in, in his thought process and, and in his writing um, and is, is willing to do that. And, and you know, we, I, I frankly love to see that. I love to see everybody um, using their expertise to, to lay out you know, whether uh, their position. And, and again, like I said, not, not in a traditional columnist sense, but an analyst analysis should be part of part of the job. Absolutely. So I think it's just about letting that show up in stories because everybody's on Twitter and certainly you can check Andy's Twitter feed and he's telling Quinn when to sub and when not to sub and why to sub this guy or sub that guy. I mean, opinion is, is already there. Absolutely. I mean, if you, if you think there's a, um, a difference between those things. I mean, every, every tweet from our reporters for better or worse represents uh, our reporters and, and the Salt Lake Tribune. And, and maybe there are some conversations to be had uh, in on that regard. But um, yeah, like you, you would be an absolute fool to think that, you know, you can voice opinion on Twitter, but as soon as, as soon as you start writing for the website, that goes away. If you've already voiced opinion, you have voiced opinion in the public sphere. So you think I got a shot to replace you on the job you just left? Um, absolutely. Uh, you want a reference? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, because I, I mean, this radio thing is kind of dying for me. So uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could you could probably wrap up the show and then head over to the Zions Bank basketball campus, clock in. <laughs> um, I'm lucky they still keep me employed at this. Yeah, you got you guys are, are uh, you guys do a great job. We, um, you know, and, and I, I always um, having been part of LHM and then now the Smith or Smith Entertainment Group before moving back to the trip. I mean, the, the zone and, and everybody there was always um, great to me. And uh, you know, it's cool to hear that you guys are are thriving. And, and frankly, you know, like in in, a, in in this media market, to me, it's I, I'm not trying to like. I don't see this as as newspaper wars or media wars or, or you know what I'd love to see is, is someone um, struggle so that we can thrive. I, I think there's room in this market for all of us to thrive, and, and everyone should just be trying to to find their lane and, and their angle and, and to feel a little different. And and um, you know that, that we're we're lucky that we have passionate fans um, in in a market this size for with the sports teams and, and the success that we've had. And, and there's room for all of us. And so I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled for you guys, and I'm, and I'm excited to get going back on the trip. Before I let you go, you used to, uh, you did the podcast with Joe and Renee Ingalls. Uh, I assume that's over, and if so, how much are you going to miss it? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's over, too. I haven't necessarily fully discussed that. Um, but, no, I'll, I'll, I'll miss that. And, and it was just, um, you know, just on a, on a personal note, very cool to um, have those two people welcome us in, into their home um, and, and, you know, open up and, and, um, and, 
just to see how much Renee, how how good Renee is at, at running running something like that, and how much she cared um, to have you know Joe uh, open up to us that way as he does with you guys on on his weekly spot um, was was super cool, and and you know we did a lot of that um, during during the pandemic, so it was at a time when you know everyone we personally feel a little a little isolated, and and just to be able to have that interaction with people and be able to discuss those things was. Um, was really, really welcomed. And uh, yeah, if, if that's the end, I'll definitely miss that, but uh, we'll be uh, following them. I'm sure they will keep going with maybe JP Chunga, who's uh, the, the producer and does a great job over at uh, utahjazz.com with his, with his podcast, Round Ball Roundup and whatnot. So um, I'm, I'm sure that will, that will continue to live on some level. Well, Aaron, good luck with the new job, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be reading. We'll be following you on Twitter. We'll see how, see where this goes. The brave new world. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. it goes to a subscription, David. I'll, I'll be. That's all I'm asking. Don't make, <laughs> don't make me break any kneecaps. Apparently, you have not done the full research, because as I told PK once, my wife, having gone to Medell and been a newspaper writer. He said, how long are you going to have the trip? And I said, until the trip dies or she dies. <laughs> that's, that's a well, non-negotiable. I hope for well, neither. Right, exactly. Yeah, let's, let's, it's let's, non-negotiable. Let's revisit this in, uh, in you know, 75 more years, DJ. Let's yeah. keep going. The reason, yeah. the reason it doesn't hit our driveway seven days a week is because you're only printing it one day a week. That's, mm-hmm. that's why that changed. So. All right. Well, hey, I, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And tell your wife thank you. Okay, I will do that. All right. All right. Thanks. Take care, guys. All right. DJ PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Tim LaCombe, Utah Jazz Radio Studio Analyst, former BYU and Utah staff member, is going to join us next to put a wrap on the season. Where do the Jazz go from here? Roster moves he thinks are necessary. We will get to that with Tim LaCombe next.